This podcast is brought to you by Bet Rivers. Download the Bet Rivers app from the App Store or Google Play Store. Must be 21. Available in Ohio only. Void where prohibited. Terms and conditions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Sports gaming is provided in partnership with Dayton Real Estate Ventures, LLC, DBA, Hollywood Gaming at Dayton Raceway. If you're a tennis fan, you'll love betting weekly game bet match on the Bet Rivers Network. Whether you're a better or just love tennis, you'll enjoy the in-depth analysis each week of the tennis calendar. Subscribe to Game Bet Match today from your favorite podcast provider. You're listening to Betting Weekly Game Bet Match on the Bet Rivers Network. Good evening, everyone. It's Monday, which means it's tennis time. It's WTA Tennis on Betting Weekly Game Bet Match. It's me, Nigel Senior. I'm joined by our WTA uh, handicap. I did say senior handicap yesterday, and he, last week, and he sort of picked up me, said, oh, I'm, I haven't been promoted yet, so I know that uh, he'll be sending me a pay rise. I asked him for a pay rise if I called him senior. So they called him our WTA handicapper, and that's uh, Roy Girani. Warnie, how's your week been? Uh, okay. We had... Um... Two tournaments last week, and um, yeah, you're right about not backing one to follow up <laughs> in Alicia Parks in Linz. It was funny, actually, though, in Linz. It was, I think, I described the surface as deco turf last week. It was actually green set, um, but it was indoors, so should have been near identical to Leon the previous week where Alicia Parks won because uh, that was green set and indoors. But anyone who watched the action from Linz would have seen it was anything but. I mean, it was very, very slow for an for an indoor tournament. So that didn't help Alicia Parks, who went out in the first round. My other pick, Donna Vekic, she had her chances against Maria Sakkari. I mean, in the second set, she got back into it, went to a tie break. She had four set points. And the last one, I think no, maybe it was actually five, but the last one she blew, she had pretty much the whole court to aim for. And she missed the line with a backhand. She was almost at the net. I mean, it was a, it was a shocker. Um, and she ended up losing the tie break, so went out in straight. Again, for her, I think quicker conditions would have helped. Um, you couldn't blame the conditions for that miss in the tie break. But I, I think she'll win a tournament this season. I think she will. When she gets it together, I think she's a threat. The other tournament um, was Abu Dhabi. Um which uh, Belinda Bencic won. Uh, not a huge surprise. Um, she did have to save three match points in the final against Lumina Samsonova. <laughs> Samsonova, she beat my pick, Barbara Krajikova, 7-5-7-6. And it was one of the worst matches of tennis I've seen in a long time. I mean, both played really ordinary stuff. And Krajikova, her timing just looked off. Um, actually, they did They did step it up a bit. Second set tie break. They did have some decent rallies. But I was prepared to just write that off as a bad day in the office. And, and she was around $33 for Doha this week, which I was tempted by. Um, but I didn't place a bet because she was playing Veronica Kudometova today and Kudometova won 7-5 in the third. So I, I, I can't back Krajik for this week. So I've had to look elsewhere. Um Krajikova has definitely taken over Kontavit. <laughs> seven weeks <laughs> in, Krajikova is definitely the new uh, most named tennis drop on the yeah. on, on game bet match, without a I doubt. Think, I think you watch some of these players and you, you just get a feeling that when they put it together, that, I mean, Krajikova, she's won a Grand Slam. 
she won a couple of tournaments indoors on hard court tail end of last season. She just hasn't shown it so far this season. But I mean, I mean, you look at I mean, going back to Abu Dhabi, I mean, Eleanor Rebekina, the, the Wimbledon champion, Australia open runner up, hot favourite. She went out to Beatrice Haddad Meyer uh, in the quarterfinals. That was a shock of the tournament. So it just goes to show, you know, there are no certs in women's tennis. If you're backing favourites in the long run, you're going to end up you're going to end up losing. Um, Linz, I mean, good luck if you pick the well done if you pick the winner there. Anastasia Potapova beating Petra Martic in the final. I mean, both would have been pretty big odds at the start of the week. Um, it was a weak tournament. Um, didn't go our way, but uh, onwards and upwards, just the one tournament this week uh, in Doha and uh, plenty of big names there. Yeah, it's an unbelievably good-looking tournament. I mean, all the all the big names there out in uh, a place I actually quite know quite well. I actually went to this venue uh, when I was out there for the World Cup. My friend, Nick Summerby, who played for Manchester City, lives across the oh, street yeah. from the Al Khalifa Stadium where the Doha Tennis, or the Al Khalifa Tennis uh, Academy, and we went there. And you can actually eat dinner in this restaurant and watch the tennis players, but it's a curry house. So you can actually sit and nice. eat a curry while you're watching the players. <laughs> it's all air conditioning. It's about 35 degrees outside. It was it's it's really nice setup, uh, and it's obviously in in Qatar, and the conditions are probably expected to be very warm. I'm going to ask you to run through the tournament winner prices and give us the uh, the conditions and what you expect. I mean, you've you've had, you've watched today. You've watched some of the first round matches and the qualifying matches as well. So you've got a little bit of an idea of what the court conditions are like. And here are the uh, the outright markets uh we have uh, Igor Shrontek as the favorite at uh, plus 250 she won the event last year Je- Jessica Pegler plus 650 uh Carolyn Garcia is uh, plus 900 Coco Goff is plus 900 Kudmatova as we said has got through to the second round the win today against Krajikova she's plus 900 but Incha Benchik the winner last week at 1100 be wary of backing back-to-back winners as I said last week Samson over is 1400 <laughs> Quinn Wen is plus 1600 Azarenko's won it twice before it's 1600 uh, 1600 and Daniel Collins at 2500 and when you look at the tournament outside those you've still got Kivitova who is a two times winner and a finalist in his tournament. You have uh, you have other players who have more than Kazakina, who is the number eight seed. You have Ostapenka, a major champion. Madison Keys, uh, a player who's made the finals of the US Open as well. So there is a huge amount of talent in this draw. And, uh, you know, it's, it's very wide open, even when you go down further in the betting. It is. I mean, I think we're the only... Star we're missing is uh, Arena Sabalenka, the Australian Open champion. But uh, yeah, it's interesting watching the early action. So Igor Sviontek, hot favourite, won this last year. She marmalised Annette Kontovate in the final. Um, she Kontovate didn't play that badly. Sviontek was just playing superbly. Um, that final, that tournament, looking back on it, um, I thought Kontovate did really well to reach a final in conditions which were slower than ideal for her. Uh, for Sviontek, the, the conditions were perfect, as shown. She she raced through that tournament. This year, the courts look a bit quicker. I mean, I've watched a couple of the matches. There have been quite a few aces so far. So I, Sviontek, I mean, she's not as short as she would have been, say, I don't know, eight, nine months ago for this at plus 250. 
but she's short enough. And I think the question is, is she at the top of her game? I mean, that's, you know, she went out in the Australian Open to Rivakina, who played very, very well. She was well beaten by Pegula, Jessica Pegula in, uh, I think it was Dubai, wasn't it, in the World Tennis League, in that sort of exhibition. Um is she in the is she in the form that she was in last year? And I, you know, you have to back against her here because she's a very short price, and her first match is going to be up against the winner of um, tomorrow's match between Elise Mertens and Danielle Collins. Now, if it's playing as quick as I think it's playing, then I think Collins would have a really good shout against Fiontek. Um, well, Burton's is a winner. Col- here. She's a tournament winner in 2019. She won the event. She's she's come through qualifying as well. I mean, that's shows yeah. you the depth of the tournament. Alicia Burton's yeah. a former winner of the tournament, <laughs> and, and Pliskova as well coming through Pliskova qualification. Through I mean, that well. shows you what a good tournament you got here for a for a 32 lady tournament. It's 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 a full it's full on. It's all the way down. It's, there's potential winners everywhere. And that Shrontek price is at plus two fifty is is very low. The other thing about it is that the the top half of the draw looks tough, doesn't it, Roy? If you look at the top yes, half of the draw, it's absolutely. loaded, really loaded. Yeah. Yeah, you've got Sviontek, Coco Goffs in there, Azarenka, Veronica Kudometova. You've got Samsonova who lost out in the Abu Dhabi final last week, all in the top half. Um, but so, I mean, so the argument you'd think is go for the bottom half, but with the price that Sviontek is, maybe you want an each way bet in the top half as well, because you're going to get a price because Sviontek's making the market. So I have gone for one in the top half and one in the bottom. Um, Collins, I think would have a shout against Sviontek. And I think she'd have a shout of going all the way, to be honest. Uh, she lost out to Ostapenko in Abu Dhabi last week. <laughs> surprise, surprise, it was an aggro, a bit of aggro between those two. Collins managed to get into a row with one of Ostapenko's team in the box. Uh, I don't think she'll get so rattled here in Doha. And if she can get past Mertens, which, as you say, is, is no gimme because she's a former champion here. Um, but I think I, I fancy Collins to, to go a long way here. Um, Goff, I've discussed her record against top 10 players before. Um, conditions might be a bit quick. Azarenka, if she's play, if she plays like she did in Melbourne, she's got a chance. Kudometova, she should go well in these conditions. She's already beaten Krajikova. Samsonova with her serve, if it's quick, she has a chance. Although, I'm as when we look at the matches later, I'm actually opposing her because you know she went all the way to the final in Abu Dhabi um, and she's playing tomorrow. I, I think she, she could be in trouble, but so that's the top half, the bottom half. If you just, sorry, did we come before we come on to the, the bottom half, let's, you know, look yeah. at the top half there. You got, you know, you look at that top section, Swantec Collins, potentially, or Swantec v Mertens. We haven't even spoke about Azarenka, who's at, who had an absolutely brilliant yeah. Australian Open. Got through, yeah. won this tournament twice and a final. She's in, she could play bench at you one last week. That's just that top quarter. <laughs> That's a very low quarter. Is there as well. So, yeah. Then we it's... have Goff and Kivitova. Now, Kivitova, like I said, is, if it's fast and that left handed serve goes going, she's not even in the betting at 25, uh, bigger than 25 times. <laughs> she's a two times winner and a, and a runner up here. You've also yeah, got and you think she's got a winnable first round match. She's as got well, a winner. And then... So that's just that top half. I mean, compared to that, yeah. you, if you look at the if you look at the bottom half, I mean, really, really, the bottom half is Kazakina, Hegula, 
Ostapenka. Kazakina yeah, is in awful form. Would I mean, you bet any geez. anybody there? I mean, really, this there's one player I I think is a standout in the bottom half. But we'll come on to it. But before we go on to the, the bottom half of the draw, let's get your. I, I think in what you're saying from the, the conversation with about Srontek, I think you're probably going to take a big chance on Daniela Collins here at plus oh, yeah. twenty five hundred. Yeah. You know, because you, yeah. I, th- I think your reason of thinking if you beat Srontek, you you virtually you could suddenly be a plus five hundred shot. Yeah. Um... I mean, then she she probably face Azarenka or Benchich in the next round. So, you know, it doesn't get much easier. Um, whoever gets to the final from the top half is going to have to play blooming well because it is, it's, as as you say, it's stacked. It's absolutely stacked. Um, yeah, if Azarenka, as I say, if Azarenka can play like she did in Melbourne in the quarterfinals when she beat Pegula, um, she could win this. Um you know, it, it's it's a tough top half. So yeah, Collins for me, twenty five dollars I think is a big price. Um, again, it's it's because Fiontech's making the market. It's allowing you to have a bet in the top half. Um, let's look at the bottom half. I mean, I think for me, two players stand out, and that's Carolyn Garcia and Jessica Pegula. Now, Pegula, we discussed. Obviously, I backed her for Melbourne Australian Open. I was a bit put off by the way she folded against Azarenka in the quarterfinals. I mean, Azarenka, she was playing lights out in the first set. And Pegula did really well to stay with her. But in the second, when Azarenka's level dropped, Pegula just started playing really poorly when she should have got back into it. That said, I don't think she's going to face anyone playing at that level here unless Garcia's on a going day and they're seeded to meet in the semis. Garcia reached the final in Lyon her hometown. She lost to Alicia Parks in the final. She played well, but the opposition just wasn't up to much. She didn't face anyone in the top 50 that whole tournament. So this is a much, much higher standard of opponent she's going to be facing here. And I get the feeling when I watch Garcia, I think she finds it hard to sustain a level throughout the tournament. You know, when she's on her game, it's great. You know, the serves working, you know, everything's going in, but I think she just has to be just slightly off her game for things to unravel. Like at the Australian Open, she was amazing against Leila Fernandez. That was one of the best matches of the tournament. Then she lost a set to Laura Sigmund, which was very surprising. Sigmund's, a, you know, a clay court specialist. And then she went out to Magda Lynette. So with Garcia, I'm, I'm happy to oppose her here. Um, Pegula's not a massive price. I think, what is he? She plus six fifty, six and a half dollars. But I think she'll win that half, and and then you know who who knows in the final. But I think, I, I think, out of that bottom half, those two are the standouts, and and, and I'm prepared to give Pegula another chance here. I like Pegula as well. That's my pick, plus six fifty in that bottom half of the draw. Yeah, <laughs> I think I think it's I think it's a cracking bet. I didn't think she played that bad in Australian Open. I think that uh, yeah. With regards to um, Garcia, I think Garcia is a flat track bully. I think she beats easily the players that she's supposed to beat. Then when she goes up against someone a little bit better, she 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 can't live with them. And uh, I think it's the expectation. I still don't think she she can be trusted as a tournament favourite, as we saw in her home tournament where she got beat, like you say last week by or a couple of weeks ago by Parks. But I think Pegley here at plus six fifty. To get with the place money that Bet Rivers are offering is a fantastic each way alternative. I wouldn't disagree with yeah. Collins, but I think you can make a case for a lot of them. I think the best thing to do if I was a bookmaker and I was sitting there and um, 
I was running this sports book for Bet Rivers on the tennis. I'd be saying I want to be best part price Sri Tech and I just want to take the money yeah. on Eager. That's my that would be my strategy. Get Eager in the book and uh, try to get a beat. Yeah, I, and you you'll get chances. I mean, if she gets past Collins or Mertens, you know, Azarenka or Benchich in the next round, I mean, she's going to be she's going to be tested. I mean, if she's not at the top of her game, she'll she'll lose. I mean, she 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 won't win this tournament easily. Not like she did last year. No, she's far from the player she was last year. She showed yeah. temperament problems heading into them into Melbourne. She wasn't convincing in Melbourne at a plus two fifty. And what is expected is Rory said to be a very, very fast condition to you, probably faster than last year. I think she's going to struggle. And uh, I, I'm totally agreeing with Rory here. I think I don't know if it's going to be, I don't know if it's very fast. I it's just 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 comparing it to last year is faster. So I mean I'd say well, uh, what's the weather there? The weather where similar it must be, to Abu Dhabi. What's the weather there? Sim- 30 degrees, 28 degrees? That, that should make yeah, it's, it quite it's fast enough, as well. Isn't it? Yeah. I mean it was it was really warm last week. Um, it was pretty warm last week in in Abu Dhabi, if memory serves. Mm. Um, so you know that that will be a contributing factor, and, and you know, you've got to think as well. There are a few players coming in fresh as well, which which is probably an advantage. Um, so who who went a long way? As I say, Samson over went a long way last week. Benchich obviously won the tournament. You'd probably lo- be looking to oppose those here. Um, just, you know, we have discussed about backing up and, and obviously I went against that with Alicia Parks and I won't be doing that again. Uh, but, um, um, yeah, it's, I mean, for Benchich to, if she was to, you know, it was a much, it was a weaker field in Abu Dhabi. If she was to win this as well, that would be some achievement you know, straight off the back. But I think I she's playing well, it. but I think it's going to be very, very hard to do it. Um, we've got some matches. We've got five first round matches you want to uh, look at. And here are the odds of the games that you want to look at. We have uh, Petra Kvitova minus 240 against Zhang Zhu at plus 188. Uh, Sophie Kenning as an outsider plus 230 against Samsonova minus 295. Madison Keys minus 136 against Ostapenko, which should be a very interesting match at plus 110. Paola Badosa, plus 110, suffered with injuries at the early part of this year. And Beatrice Haddad, Maya, minus 136. And in the final game, Zenkin Win at minus 132 against Maria Sakari, plus 106. Rory, just take it away. Go through those games, give us your thoughts, and give us your picks. Yep, so we've gone through the matches. I mean, Kvitova on the handicap, Minus three and a half games, she's minus one, two, two. Zhang, plus three and a half games, minus 105. Total games over 21 and a half, it's minus 109. And under 21 and a half games is minus 117. Shui Zhang's not been playing particularly well of late. Um, that said, I think Kvitova's quite short here. I, I wouldn't, I, 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 I think Kvitova will win. But that's not a price I want to get involved with, and and we know about her reputation for for three setters when she should be winning matches in straights. So probably one to avoid here. I'm interested in the next one. I've said I want to oppose Samsonova, and I'm I fancy Sophia Kennan in this one. Um, I was looking at the sort of handicap bets. So plus four and a half games, Kennan is minus one three seven. And Samson over minus four and a half games. She's plus 107. 
Total games over 21 and a half is plus 100 and under 21 and a half games is minus 125. I couldn't really find the handicap I wanted. I was, I was hoping for something like minus two and a half games or minus three and a half games. Sorry, plus two and a half or plus three and a half games for Kenyon and it wasn't available. So I think I'm just going to go for the win here. Um, I don't think Kenyon's playing badly. Uh, she went out first round of the Australian Open to Azarenka, uh, a player who I think the previous time they met, uh, Azarenka won by a double bagel. So uh, it was a much better showing that time. Um, we backed her, where did we back her? At Hobart, she reached the semi-finals, which was uh, a bit of a near miss. She played superbly in the first against first set against Jules Niemeyer, the German, in Linz. Uh, and then just lost it a bit. She 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 lost um two one in sets. So that was disappointing. But I don't think she's playing that badly. And I, I think she's a big price here against someone who, as I say, went really deep last week. Long final. I think the final went to a might have gone to a tiebreaker. It was certainly a mm. long, I think six four in the third, actually. So I'm inclined, as I say, I want to oppose Samson over. And I think Kenin, as I say, she's shown signs. I mean, she's not back to her best. She's not back to the form that won her a slam and got, you know, won the Australian Open, got to the final of the French. She's not back to that. But I don't think she's that far away. So I am tempted. So I'm going to back Kenin at plus 230. So you're going to get her home, aren't you? You're going to get her home at a big price. And she's not going to be those big prices again in these kind of calibre yeah. matches. I mean, she's going to be... You, you, you've got to keep taking these price on Kenny because you, you will get her over the line once, but then you're never going to see. If she hits a bit of form, she's going to come back to some kind of price that she was a few years back. I mean, so I, I can was, understand the logic I mean, of the two. Outright, outright, she's crazy price. I mean, she is in that top, tough, top half, but I think I saw quotes of around $150, which is a little bit of an insult, I have to say, but you know, I I think you're right. You know, it's as, soon, as soon as she shows that sort of form that we know she's capable of, we, I, I think it's coming. I think it will come. Um, yeah, her price will will, will be slashed for everything. Mm. So um, I think here's a good chance to get her against an opponent who might not be tuned up uh, after last week's exertions. Keys Ostapenko. Actually surprised that Ostapenko's the outsider here. Um because she's been playing well. She beat Danielle Collins last week. Um, handicaps, keys, minus one and a half games, minus one, one, three. Ostapenko, plus one and a half games, plus one, one, three. Similar story in the total games. Over 21 and a half is minus one, 13. And under 21 and a half games is minus 113. Um, keys, I don't think she's played since the Australian Open where she went out. She was a bit disappointing there. Um I, I'm not, I'm not convinced enough to back Ostapenko, but I think I think what you call a lean um, towards her. Uh, Keys went out to Azarenka. That was a funny old match because Keys won the first set six one, Azarenka won the second six two, and Azarenka won the third six one. So it was a real, real topsy turvy match. And and before that, she hadn't looked convincing either, um, Madison Keys. So. I think Ostapenko, especially given Key's long absence or decent absence since Melbourne, Ostapenko has been playing quite well. She'd be my pick, but not not going to be, have a. Do you bet think? There. Do you think that's purely 
uh, a price that's been made by the books because of the expectant court conditions. They think it could be fast and given Madison Keys one of the biggest servers in the game and Ostapenka's is much more suitable than on the clay or slower surface. Do you think that's the reason why? Probably not on form, but on conditions? Quite possibly. I, I'm it's I'm surprised the odds are the way they are. Because I thought with Ostapenka say beating college, she did lose to Kinwen Zheng um after that in Abu Dhabi. Um, and she had lost to Ribikina before that. I mean, she's not in bad form, I don't think. Whereas Keys, yeah, I, I say, you know, normally the books go a bit more on form than court conditions, usually, but they've gone for Keys here. Um, you know, Ostapenko's, you know, Ostapenko's ranked 14 in the world, Keys is 23, so they've not done it on world rankings, which they sometimes do. It's, um, I am surprised. I'm not tempted enough to have a bet, but I am surprised that Ostapenko is the outsider. Um, the next match, so Paola Badoza missed the Australian Open with a thigh injury. She was supposed to play last week in Abu Dhabi. She pulled out of that tournament as well. I can't believe she's going to be fit for this. I mean, I, I think I said last week I would have fancied her for Abu Dhabi. Um if she had been fit, but that she pulled out. Beatrice had Admire high on confidence. She beat Rebecca last week, you know, the Wimbledon champion, Australian open runner up. She's finding a bit of form. I just, you know, I looked at this first of all and I was thinking, oh, you know, you can't really have a bet because you don't know about Bedosa's fitness. I'm prepared to take, take a chance that Bedosa isn't fully fit here. Um, Looking at some of the other odds for this match, Badoza on the handicap plus one and a half games, minus one one three, had admire minus one and a half games, minus one one three, total games over twenty one and a half games, minus one two one, under twenty one and a half games, minus one oh six. I've looked at alternative handicaps, which you can do with Bet Rivers, and I've gone for had admire minus four and a half games at plus two oh five. So it wasn't a bet that stuck out to me straight away because it wasn't a bet I thought I was going to, I was a match I thought I was going to get involved with. But at that price, had admire, is it minus four and a half games plus 205? I'm, I'm, I'm going to take the chance that Badoza's not fully fit and, um, and back that. Uh, that leaves one match. Another one where I'm again a bit surprised at the Oz, Maria Sakari, who's attempted confidence booster in Linz didn't really work out. I think she went out in the semi-finals in the end. Uh, she's plus one of six against Kim Wen Zheng, who uh, had a decent run in um, in Abu Dhabi, uh, knocking out. Uh, well, she beat Ostapenko and she beat Kazakina, who, as I say, is is in pretty ropey form. Uh, she beat her six one six two, and then went out to Ludmila Samsonova um, in three sets. She's up to 24 in the world. You know, I, I think I've said before, she's a little bit of a talking horse. She has got a decent record against top 20 opponents, but she hasn't really gone very deep in tournaments yet. And a lot of people think it's it's a matter of time before she does and she gets to a final and everything. This is a hot tournament. And Zachary, you know, we know, you know, she's no mug. Um, I have opposed her and I think... Donna Vekic could have beaten her in Linz last week, but at the prices, 
I'd be tempted by Sakari, but again, not tempted enough to have a bet. But it's, I thought the odds would be closer than this. Um, I thought it would be, you know, they'd be the same price. But Sakari at odds against might be worth a bet. I, I haven't been impressed with her though since this time around, but there's a price and there's a price. You know, suddenly if, yeah. you, if you asked me three weeks ago what price Sakari would be, I'd be probably saying she should be about, about minus 175. Um, <laughs> yeah, exactly. and, and, she, and she's now the price she is because she isn't she isn't playing well. And I think I think the the odds makers here are, are thinking that this this is going to suit the big servers. Just looking by those those odds, but you know, last season last year it was won by Frontek, who is you know is a, the king the, the queen sorry of 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 clay. So we'll have to wait and see what goes on. But I think the strategy here is definitely uh, come from Rory on those matches. Is that you know the, the injured players coming back may take a little time. To, to to get going to their best form and also to, uh, to sort of oppose the players that went deep last week in Abu Dhabi. I know it's only a, an hour flight across from Abu Dhabi to Qatar, but going deep, a lot of players are going to be rested. It's going to take a lot out of them in this heat and these conditions. So uh, that would be the strategy here on the outright market. We're going for a big price in the top half. Danielle Collins at plus 2,500 uh, faces a tough route through but uh, we think that Schwantek is well worth taking on and in the bottom half of the draw we both agree at least we agree on something on this show so far <laughs> we agree on Jessica Pegula is the pick in the bottom half of the draw at plus 650 uh, she got through to the quarterfinals in Australia at the Australian Open running to Azarenka didn't have a good day at the office but I think Jess Pegula wins these kind of eight, uh, WTA 500 events this is this is the kind of thing that she wins I don't I think it's a big step up for for her on the on the majors but I think she can win a few of these uh, this season. And uh, I think Jess Pegida at plus 650 is a lovely play. Uh, Roy, thank you as always. Thank you very thank much you. for joining us. Um, we'll be back next week. Where are we heading next week? Do you know where we're heading next week? Ooh, we've got to be, sta- we gotta be staying in the we gotta be staying, staying in the Middle, in Middle East. Sure. So Dubai, the Dubai. I think Dubai? it's Dubai. Is it no, Dubai? I yeah. I think we're in Dubai next week, which is fantastic. Uh tomorrow I'll be joined uh by Sean Calvert for betting weekly game bet match ATP tour show. Sean is in Rotterdam, so he'll be giving us his updates from the court and having a chat with him uh from there and giving us all the insights. Hopefully you get some insights from the course. So make sure you watch that. On Wednesday again, I'm joined by James Blake as usual on Wednesday and Rory we're back uh next Monday. We look about the head to the big tournament in Dubai and that is a big tournament. All the best players, the top ten in the world are in action there. So it's essentially the fifth major. Uh, take care everyone. Good luck with your bets and stay safe. And Roy, thanks for your time. Take care. Thanks for listening to Betting Weekly Game Bet Match on the Bet Rivers Network. 